Welcome to another episode of the Academics Podcast. I'm your host, Justin D. Barnett, and thank you once again for tuning into the show. I'm very excited about this episode. Today's guest is Ranjan Anayak, who's a junior copywriter at Fred and Fareed, based in New York City. Fred and Fareed is a creative agency with offices in LA, Shanghai, and Paris. I first met Ranjana through a mutual friend while in New York City last year. After hearing some of her story and her journey into the industry, I knew she was a person that I wanted to feature on the show. She offers some great advice to students. Although she's early in her career, she still has a lot of experience under her belt through schooling, internships, and award shows. So enough of the intro. Let's get right into the show. Enjoy. Everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Justin D. Barnett, and today's guest is Ranjana Nayak. Ranjana, thank you for joining me on the podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me, and I'm doing well. How are you, Justin? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Excited to sit down and talk with you. Um, I know we met back in November, um, so it's been it's great to keep in touch with you and finally get a chance to you know speak with you and um, connect about the podcast. I'm excited. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's jump right into it. So you are a junior copywriter at Fred and Fareed, New York. Yeah. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about Fred and Fareed? All right. Um, Fred and Fareed is a global creative community. Um, our motto is think with your heart. So we bring out emotion and a human element, like a human touch into everything that we do. And we work across all types of media. If it's like traditional branding, design, um, social media, content creation, um, innovation. And we have a strong passion for social good. What type of accounts have you had a chance to work on with the company? Currently, the accounts I work on are like premium alcohol and spirits brands like Remy Martin, Cella Artois, um, and then insurance brands like MetLife mm-hmm. and um, consumer-facing brands like Vistaprint. Okay, and as a junior copywriter um, working on accounts in general, like what, what primarily is, is the role of the junior copywriter in the, in the process of creating yeah. ads? Um, so it's definitely evolved over time, like not for me personally but like in the industry as a whole um i think when we think of a junior copywriter we think of someone who's doing like the grunt work the banner copy but in my instance i would say like at fred and fareed new york whatever your title is you still have the same opportunities as everyone else you're still working on the same things as everyone else so i'm working on every brand every pitch every client need um in terms of copy so it's not so much of a hierarchy system, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, because I can be working with my senior art director um, and still be a junior. So you are a junior copywriter at, at Fred and Fareed, but prior to that junior copywriter role, you actually interned there, and I know you had a few more internships in the past. Can you kind of walk us through um, what it took for you to get to the position that you are? Yeah, um, so backstory, I have always wanted to work in fashion advertising. So all throughout college, I was interning at different types of fashion shops. If it was like fashion PR, um, an editorial magazine, or for a brand. And after my college career, interning at different types of fashion companies, it was like fashion advertising is still what I want to do. It's only strengthened my passion for it. And so I graduated college with fashion internships under my belt. And then I went to Miami Ad School. Um, After I went to Miami Ad School, I got an internship at Ogilvy Paris for the summer. So that was really nice. It was my first, like, solid advertising experience in, like, an ad agency. 
And the day after I came back from Paris, I had an interview at Fred and Free New York for an internship. And then from there, after my six-month internship expired, I got um, hired full-time as a junior copywriter. Wow. What a, what a story. You, there's a lot to unpack there. So I, I kind of want to, you know, rewind and kind of dive in a little bit more on some things that you mentioned. Um, I know you, you, you mentioned that you went to uh, Miami ad school, but other than Miami ad school, I know you also earned like a master's degree in global strategic communication. Yeah. You also got um, a BA in, in advertising and public relations. So mm -hmm. you're, you're very um, academically accomplished. So, you know, what, what kind of inspired you to, to commit yourself to so much um, education in the field? So in high school, my teacher or one of my um, literature teachers told me, like, I think you'd be really, uh, I think you should really consider a career in advertising just because she knew me and she just felt like I'd be a good fit for it. Mm -hmm. so before I went to college, I was like really just reading up on advertising. Like, what is this? I come from a family like doctors and engineers, like advertising was never on my radar. Um, so in my research in high school, I stumbled upon Miami Ad School. On the website, it said like, oh, like we have an internship at Ogilvy Paris. And even then I was just so interested in it. And I didn't know when I would be going to Miami Ad School, but I was definitely already interested in going there before I even attended college. So I got to college and I was like, advertising is what I want to do. There's a whole other story about this one time I was a bio pre-med major, but that was <laughs> wow. The story for another time. Okay. Um, but I graduated college with a, with a bachelor's degree in, in advertising, but I just didn't feel prepared enough to apply for a job. So I was like, let me go to Miami ad school. I feel like this is what I need to build a good book, get the network and like internship experiences that I need um, to feel more confident in applying for a job in advertising. And so luckily, I was able to kill two birds with one stone because the location I went to for Miami Ad School had a hybrid program with Florida International University where I could get my master's at the same time as completing my copywriting program. So I did that mainly because later in my life, I want to be a teacher and having a master's degree allows me to teach at a university level. So that was kind of like the driving force for me getting my master's. And yeah, so I really lucked out on that. Yeah, yeah. Seems like a perfect situation. You're actually the first guest I think I've had from Miami Ad School. So I kind of want to ask a little bit more about Miami Ad School. And for those who are not familiar with, with ad schools in particular, I know a lot of people, they go to college and they expect to graduate and find a job immediately. At least some want to go into the creative field and they're not aware of ad school. So um, can you just tell us a little bit about uh, Miami Ad School and like what they offer, what you got from it? Yeah. So uh, Miami Ad School is basically a school on creativity and strategy with locations all around the world. They have programs ranging from like copywriting and art direction to photography, strategy, social media. And they teach you the fundamentals of advertising and of your specific program, um, but they also teach you how to innovate and how to strategize. So basically they're setting you up to one day say like, hey, I thought of something new and here's how I'm gonna sell it. So for me, it's like much bigger than advertising. And I honestly, I had a great experience there. I think what you put into it is definitely what you get out of it. Like I got along well with like my classmates, my teachers, even the staff. And like, I could just call them up today and just like laugh about something. Um, and I was also in the Miami location, which is located in Wynwood. So if you know anything about Wynwood and Miami, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. to say the least but from my experience at Miami Ad School I was able to win awards build a 
a strong portfolio, have that experience at Ogilvy Paris. And it was actually through a, a Miami Ad School connection that I was able to get that interview at Fred and Parade New York. Mm. So when you say a, a connection, like do, do our ad schools, um, do they have like a service where they kind of job placement situations or yeah, is this just strictly based on networking independently? Yeah. Um, so we do have someone who works in like job and internship placements. And it was actually that woman that um, set me up with this interview. Miami Ad School, they offer internships all around the world. And I think the most amount of internships you can do is four. So every quarter, let's say, um, Miami Ad School runs on a quarter basis versus mm-hmm. a semester basis so there's like four cycles in a calendar year so um there's always someone who's placing stu- every single student getting placed into an internship and that's how i got uh, my internship at Ogilvy paris and then it just so happened that she was able to get me this contact at fred and parade because miami ad school has created a lot of relationships with a lot of ad agencies all around the world they have like their own internship program and then after you graduate there's a networking event where people from the industry come and look at your book see if they want to hire you or talk to you or whatever and yeah um so you you've mentioned we've mentioned a couple times about your internship at ogilvy paris let's talk a little bit about that um you know what was that experience like kind of you know traveling to another country and being able to work for a legendary company like ogilvy what was that process like so i'll first start off by saying that I went there for a summer internship and it was the best time to be in Paris but the worst time to be working there because everyone's on holiday even the clients so it was a little slow but I still got a good experience out of it we had like a couple we had like a week off um, in August we had like a day off in, in July I was there during the 2018 World Cup in France one and it was absolute chaos but besides that like I was a little nervous going into a Parisian ad agency knowing absolutely no French but to my surprise Ogilvy Paris is just a melting pot of people from all over the world like I had creative directors from New Zealand and Argentina three of their copywriters were from the U.S. and it was just overall like a really great experience even though it was predominantly French I never felt like like there was any struggle or anything. That's such a cool experience that I think um you know a lot of people think about but don't actually see themselves following through with it mm-hmm. um so yeah, that, that's super cool. Could you see yourself eventually working in a, in a city like Paris? I would love to. I would love to go back. It really just, you know, I'm being so like stereotypical. <laughs> Falling in love with Paris and being like, I want to go back. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about internships because I think, um, well, I know a lot of my listeners are, you know, recent graduates are current college students who are looking to get that foot into the industry and looking for internships. So, you know, I myself did a few internships and I know you have also done a few in different areas. And I just want to talk about like, um, you know, your experiences overall and, and your opinion on internships. Do you think that they are um, valuable or are you one of those that see them as kind of um, uh, just necessary to get to the next step? Like how, how do you approach your internships and like what did you get from them? I think internships are definitely important. They should not be free or like they should not be unpaid. Sorry. Um, but I think it's cool if you have a short term like if you have like a seasonal internship it's a good way to kind of like test the waters for yourself um and still make like a lasting connection if it's like with your boss your coworker. um so that's what I kind of did with my connection with my that's kind of what I did with my internships I was making sure that I was getting a different experience with each one whether I was working for 
a menswear line or for a New York City-based magazine or a fashion PR firm. I was using internships as a way to figure out what I really wanted to do um, and still building like a network. So I'm looking at, uh, you know, looking at your resume, like it's, it's very impressive. You worked on like the Washington Post, um, Google Play, MetLife, Remy Martin, Stella. Um, like what are some of the your most like notable uh, pieces of work? Uh, my favorite one... I don't know if I have a favorite one. Um, I would say I worked on some branded films for Stella Artois where we were educating people on like how to create the perfect pour of Stella Artois on draft. It was a 13-part series and it was cool because I had to establish this tone of voice. It was really nice to see the words come to fruition especially just like in subtitles so i would say that that's my favorite because i was there from like establishing a tone of voice writing all the scripts seeing it come to life in production and i would say that that's my favorite uh, piece of work in the book i also see that you you know you, you have participated in and actually won a, a bunch of awards um as as a student so what what exactly are like these student competitions and you know what type of experience did you gain from that yeah um um, student competitions are a great way for students to work on many briefs, either all at once or at their own pace. You can pick and choose like which briefs you work on, so you have an edge up on working some, on something that you're passionate about, something that resonates with you. And the more briefs you work on, the better. You get more comfortable with it. You get more comfortable in terms of finding an insight, finding a creative strategy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Um, it's an experience all in all in of itself. Within these competitions, is it like, uh, do you get to present your work like um, physically or is it just like a submission thing? How, how does that usually work? It's usually just a submission. Um, usually you can submit like a one page kind of explanation for the idea, like mm-hmm. kind of insight, idea, execution, or like how it works and then like a visual representation. And then you could also submit a case study video um, that kind of shows all of that in like a two-minute format. So I know once you get into the agency, the, the role of the copywriter then becomes you're kind of presenting your ideas to the bigger team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so w- within that role of like the junior copywriter where you currently sit, you know, what's what's like the, the best part of, of the actual job outside of like the internship and the, the um, awards shows and all that stuff like what what do you enjoy most about being a copywriter what i enjoy most is that it gives me this like personal like satisfaction whenever i write something that's like smart or on brand or like all the above um it gives me like that aha moment you know kind of like lets a little spark go off in your brain and it's a great feeling so i think finding like that that phrase or that sentence that's just resonates with like a brand uh, mm-hmm. in like a smart way um for me like that that's really rewarding and that's my favorite part of my job it really is like the writing even though concepting does also fall under the job description um i identify more as like a writer and a thinker and putting two and two together and like solving that creative puzzle is really satisfying yeah I mean, let, let's talk about the opposite end of that spectrum. You know, what what's what would you say is like the most difficult part of being a copywriter? Um, I think the most difficult part is just having like a creative block. Um, or when you're writing a script, like writing a script that's not flat or dull, something that's you know new and imaginative and exciting. So sometimes that can get a little tricky in figuring that out. 
but it's also good to brainstorm too. I'll be like thinking about something and thinking about it and thinking about it. And then all of a sudden my creative director is like, oh, here, why don't we just do this? I'm like, well, <laughs> wish I had thought of that. <laughs> um, sooner but all of that just takes time and experience so yeah. yeah so I'd say like having a creative block every now and then just like not knowing the answer mm -hmm. can be kind of frustrating and difficult I know a lot of shops um, kind of pair the copywriter with an art director is it the same type of situation at, at Fred and Free? No um, we don't really have partners we kind of just like interchange and like pair people up just depending on um availability and you know who's working on what mm -hmm. um we do things like a little differently like we'll punch up separately so that we're not kind of like going in the same circles together. So we'll concept separately and then present our ideas. And then whichever ideas are selected, we work on executing them together. Interesting. Interesting. I know we're at a, t a crazy time right now, just in, in society in general with, with COVID and what's happening. And I know you've gotten a chance to, you know, have to go into the office every day and then adjust to working from home. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what has that process been like and how has that kind of shaped um, work in general? I... I actually love it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I enjoy not having a commute and like not waking up as early as I had to. But I feel like there's something about being at home that makes me feel way more relaxed. I love the office. Like it's there was no like tension or like worries or anything like about that. It's just there's something about doing your work in your pajamas that just, I don't know, takes the edge off of things a little bit more. Um, but I, I for one, personally, am enjoying um, working from home and having a little bit more of a work-life balance. Also, you know, with there are a lot of things going on, like I said, and one of the things in particular has kind of been a focus on, you know, diversity within the advertising community. I know it's been an issue in the past, but I think um, within recent months, it's been really brought to the forefront of the changes that, that, that need to be made within the industry. And yeah, like I said, it's no secret that the advertising community continues to struggle with recruiting and retaining diverse talent. So for people of color trying to get into the industry and looking around, like it can seem a little bit intimidating. I know it did for me not seeing people that look like me and, and these organizations, you know, um, you know, what would you, what type of advice would you give to people who might feel that way looking to get into the industry? Yeah. First, I would say to everyone, like you are better than you think you are. And I think a lot of us, um, aren't reminded of that as often as we should be. Um, it's really easy to be intimidated and, you know, to kind of like shy away from opportunities or from talking to certain people. But my best advice is to make yourself memorable, obviously for like good reasons. But um, when you're networking, like ask questions, offer your opinions and insights, like give yourself a seat at the table. Um, that's my advice. I feel like I'm really used to being the only Indian or like one of the very few Indians in a room. Um, I grew up in a predominantly white community. I went to school in a predominantly white university. I moved to a Latin community. Um, and going to Ogilvy Paris, I was also just one of the few people of color there. Um, I've always just made it my mission to just have like a really strong work ethic and just not to, you know, I've been around it for so long that it, it's just kind of like in the background now. Mm -hmm. um, but what I just try to do is like make myself stand out, produce great work and have a, str a strong work ethic. And yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I agree with all that. I've kind of come from a similar situation. Um, but also, you know, advertising is one of those careers that it's, it's really inclusive. And like, unless you're in it, you don't really understand just, um, you know, how complex the industry is and how many shops there are and how many positions, you know, within those shops. So yeah. how do you explain to people who are not um, familiar with the industry exactly? Like, how do you explain what you do? <laughs> it's pretty simple. I'm like, I always tell people, um, I write everything in an advertisement. It could be a tagline, it could be a commercial script, it could be a social media caption, it could be a presentation that goes to a client. And um, usually that kind of answers the, the question for people. I just tell them, like, you just write everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything that you do or don't see. Um, are there any resources like publications, podcasts, websites, uh, things that you frequent? to kind of stay up to date on things happening in the industry? Yeah, um, I subscribe to newsletters from Ad Age, Ad Week, um, The Impression, which is more like fashion oriented. Um, I also browse through this app called Quart. It's a website, but I like the Quartz app. Um, and it'll give me information like not only on advertising, just like on business and technology and like those things do affect our industry. So I try to keep up to date on that as well. Um, and I also go on shots.com and the drum and news by Cleo. All very good resources that I, I do frequent most of those myself. So I'm, I, I follow you on social media and um, I see that you recently started an uh, Instagram uh, called Haiku Haiku. Can you kind of talk about that and what was your inspiration behind doing that? Yeah, um, I feel like everyone has an adult hobby or like some sort of side passion. And for the longest time I didn't, and I really struggled with trying to find one that I wanted to keep doing every single day and like wouldn't get tired of and one of my best friends who I actually met at Miami Ad School she was like well I remember at Miami Ad School you used to write haikus like why don't you just pick that up again and I was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> um I was like focusing so much on starting something new that I didn't really realize what I was already good at doing and like kind of amplifying that Mm -hmm. like working on that so I love this poet named um, Billy Collins and he just writes so he writes about the most mundane things but in the most beautiful way so he was kind of my inspiration he doesn't write haikus but um, I kind of took my passions for haiku and my admiration for Billy Collins and collided them and surprisingly it's helped me become a better writer I want to say because you really have to stick to this like five seven five syllable format um and I've only been doing it for less than a month but I feel like whenever I'm writing copy now it's easier for me to cut back on words and be more mindful about how long my sentence is or like cutting the fat because that's kind of what writing a haiku forces you to do so so for those, for those interested in looking at your haikus uh, what's the address it's at hi.ku.hi.ku so I think, yeah, I think that's really cool that, you know, you, you decided to get back to your roots and what you like to do and write these haikus. I know earlier also, you, you also mentioned that, you know, you got into advertising because you wanted to work on fashion ads. Um, have you gotten a chance to work in the fashion space at all? I have not, but I'm still working on it. But yeah. right now I'm happy working on like premium brands like Remy Martin is like a fine cognac. Stella Artois is a premium beer. Um, so working in that space is still very fulfilling. Um, and hopefully one day I will get there. It could be next year, it could be in 10 years, it could be in 25 years. 
um, so long as I reach that goal, I'll be happy. So, you know, you, you're only, you're in the junior role, but you, you've had like a, a I would say like you're very experienced uh, just through education with your internships and everything. Um, and I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons along the way mm-hmm. up to now, um, you know, knowing all that, you know, from experience, if you could go back in time and give like your younger self who was just entering college for the first time, if you would give yourself some advice, what would you say? I would say like, take it easy. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay to mess up. Like, don't let the pressure of trying to be perfect ruin the fun in all this. We work in such a fun, creative industry. Enjoy it. Um, Don't take failure too seriously. Uh, You know, learn from from your mistakes, but also learn from the things that you do right. And um, don't sweat the small stuff. It's okay to make mistakes. Don't get anxious. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's going to be okay. You're doing more than just fine. So that's what I always tell myself. Great advice. Great advice. And what about, you know, you, you've, you're, you're uniquely working in, you know, what people call the advertising capital of the world in New York City. I know a lot of people around the world eventually want to work in New York City and work in advertising. What advice would you give people who are, um, you know, thinking about making that move about the New York, uh, about getting into the New York scene? Like what type of advice would you have for anyone? Yeah, I would say, um, actually join Facebook groups. There's a lot of really good, like New York city networking groups for advertising professionals, some for just copywriters. Um, you know, so use those to your advantage, even before you make the move. Um, you can grow your network there. You can learn about new opportunities. You can find a partner to work with. Um, you can get advice. You can have your, uh, questions answered. So definitely utilize those Facebook groups. Um, and if you are new to the industry, go to Miami Ad School in New York. Um, and yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of, um, opportunities there. Like there's a lot of great shops that hold events. I feel like in New York, the door is always open for you. So, um, before we go, like what's the best way uh, the listeners can get in touch with you if they have any questions or want to reach out for anything? Yeah. Um, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn or you can email me at ranjana.copywriter at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, Ranjana, thank you so much for sitting down with me to do this interview. Um, I really enjoyed it. Good luck with everything in the future. And I do hope you get on that fashion. (laughs) Thank you. No problem. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you want to keep up with us outside of these podcasts, make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at Academics, A-D-C-A-D-E-M-I-C-S. And you can follow me personally. My handle on all social platforms is at Justin D. Barnett. You can also email academicspodcast at gmail.com for any and all inquiries. Thank you. Class dismissed.